Hi. This is Angel Lada. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 48. Capitalist Pigs in Space. So one of the great examples of a non-story dominating the news has been the recent hyper-promotion of Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos' short trips into sort of space. Bezos recently flew up in his Blue Origin rocket, and shit, I think Blue Origin was a pop band I followed in the 80s. Anyway, he took up his brother, an old lady, and a dorky kid who apparently found a magic gold ticket in an Amazon Willy Wanker bar. Uh, They spent 11 minutes in space and came back, and he said it was the best day of his life. Really. 11 minutes with an old-ass lady, your brother, and some Dutch version of every high school loser in a cock rocket, and that's your best day? I actually really feel sorry for Jeff Bezos. Others, however, do not feel sorry for him. Uh, They're disgusted, disgusted that billionaires get to ride into space, and they say it's a declaration of the evils of capitalism. After all, how can this dickhole make enough money for a rocket? Something is wrong with the system. Capitalism is evil. We need something more akin to communism. I mean, shit, just ask Cuba and Hong Kong. They'll let you know how good that is. The error of these critiques is that they confound the existence of ridiculously wealthy billionaires with the errors of capitalism, as opposed to seeing what they are, which are nasty, very low likelihood outcomes of a pretty decent system. I mean, evolution results in the beauty of the peacock feathers and the large self-aware brains of humans. But shit, you also get platypuses. Platypus eye? I don't know. You also get drug-resistant bacteria and Mike McCarthy. There's a silly belief that capitalism has made a promise that the smartest, hardest working, and most virtuous people will make all the money. So if we end up with evil, moronic ass munches with a million dollars, then that's evidence that the system doesn't work. And that might be what Bernie Sanders thinks. (laughs) Bernie Sanders, ironic millionaire. But it doesn't even make sense. What logical sense does that make? Where in that theory of capitalism do you say the best people will make the money? The strongest don't survive in evolution. Bacteria... And beetles are kings of the natural selection rules. The Tyrannosaurus Rex, relegated to being CGI in movies these days. I'm a fan of capitalism, both as an economic principle and actually as a moral concept. I think capitalist solutions are more reasonable solutions to problems than are authoritarian or prescribed solutions. Why? Because capitalism relies on a probability of a solution across a population. Prescribed solutions like socialism rely on the answers of a few. The smart people will come and give us the answer. As opposed to, we'll find the answer amongst a million people. People often ask me why I consider myself a conservative, and I've always said that I don't believe that one asshole has the answer to problems. But answers do self-organize when you have millions and even billions of chances of coming up with an answer. That's the strength of capitalism. 
You have a lot of chances at the answer as opposed to putting five dickheads in a room and trying to figure it out. And if those people in the room are AOC and Bernie Sanders, the benefit for coming up with the answer in capitalism is you get a shitload of money. You won the lottery. We don't give the lottery to the person who is smartest or brightest or most virtuous. Often not. And that's the problem. In capitalism, you having the answer doesn't mean you're the smartest or nicest or sweetest or even most capable person. In the case of Bezos, and I'm a huge fan of Amazon. I have been since it started. But he was at the right age and the right background to create Amazon at exactly the right time. Was it ingenuity? Not really. He graduated from Princeton with an electrical engineering and computer science degree the same year the National Science Foundation provided more public access to supercomputers and also just as Tim Berners-Lee was creating the protocols that would create the internet. So it was open for a system where you would use the internet to sell things. Bezos had a stable family. They were involved in science and industry for years. And fun fact, his cousin is fucking country legend George Strait. I'm a faker. I can't name a George Strait song, but whatever. So was Bezos the smartest and best and most amazing person or was he the asshat who, after the rocket trip, said, hey, I want to thank the Amazon workers and all the customers for paying for my self-aggrandizing ancestral foursome space flight? Of course, he's the latter. But that doesn't erase the fact that the capitalist system improved my life 100-fold by getting to be able to get my Thor Ragnarok 3D Blu-ray DVD tomorrow from Amazon, even after I ordered it this morning. The problem here is that there is, in fact, a socialism. It's a socialism of stupidity. Stupidity goes across social strata, economic class, etc. It's fairly evenly distributed. There are dumbass poor people, dumbass middle class people, and dumbass rich people. Most people become really rich for being in the right place at the right time, especially those ridiculously rich. Seems unfair, but the point of the system is not to be fair. It's to create development by using the power of probability across a large number of people. Yes, we have unequal distribution of wealth, but we also all have cell phones. Elon Musk is a fucking idiot. Sorry, not sorry. He constantly tweets dumb shit, and if you saw his Saturday Night Live appearance, it made it clear that he cannot really think and he can't interact in a socially appropriate way. In that uh, Saturday Night Live appearance, he said he had autism, which is often what well-off white assholes say to convince people why they're not responsible for being awkward. Trust me, I've, I've tried it. When Donald Trump was a thing, people would say to me all the time, they say, well, he has to be smart. He's worth billions. What the fuck are you talking about? Making billions in the 80s real estate market when you started with millions? Well, that must have been tough. In fact, if you know that market, he actually underachieved. And just to put a fine edge point on this, who is the youngest self-made billionaire ever? Youngest self-made billionaire ever. Kylie 
fucking Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Now there's a genius. If the Donald had instead more ass shots next to the pool, maybe he would have avoided some of those bankruptcies. When I was in college, I heard someone try to make the claim for unequal distribution of wealth in a just society. And they actually were trying to describe an example given by Robert Nozick, which was in response to John Rawls' egalitarian theory, but that's just intellectual masturbation. But the, the example always stuck with me. And they said, imagine, imagine being on an island where everyone is given equal amounts, amounts of money at the start. But one of the people on the island is Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, who's one of the most dominant basketball players of all time. People decide on the island they like to watch Walt play basketball. And he asks them to pay some money to come watch him play. Eventually, he ends up with most of the money on the island. Is that unfair? <laughs> now, I always thought this was hilarious because who the fuck would spend money on watching a guy play basketball on an island? Isn't there a guy who can build a boat? Maybe they get my money. Or isn't there like a in her prime Jenna Jameson, the porn star on the island? Now, this is a silly reductionist argument about non-equal distribution of resources, but it was fairly effective back in Robert Nozick's day when he, gave, he first came up with it. But I think it's even more effective now because it makes the point that monetary distribution will always be more the result of context than worthiness in an abstract sense. Just like natural selection favors context over strength. So Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, if you don't know, is one of the most amazing and domineering presence in all of sports history. He scored 100 points in a game, and he once averaged over 50 points a game for an entire season. Wilt's top salary was $250,000 a year which if you adjust for inflation, et cetera, would be $1.7 million a year was his top salary. Today, the average MBA salary today, the average is about $8.5 million. Wilt's total estate today, he's dead, but his total estate is worth $10 million. Players in the MBA making at least $10 million this year this last year, not over the course of their year, but this year, include Thomas Sadoransky, Al Farouk Aminu, Terrence Ross, and Corey Joseph. Heard of them? Ah, me neither. I actually follow the NBA. I've never heard of any of them. They all make over $10 million a year. So even Wilt, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, who took all of her money off that island... He's a victim of time and context. Terrence Ross in the NBA has averaged 11 points and three rebounds in his career. Wilt averaged 30 points and 23 rebounds in his career. And Terrence Ross makes more in a year than Wilt managed through his entire career. Is that unfair? Well, it's only unfair if you think it's unfair that 400,000 species of beetles exist, make up 25% of all life forms, and there's only one species of human. Is that fair? Evolution doesn't give fair, and neither does capitalism. But we're here because of evolution. We exist because of evolution. 
And we're here in our current technological paradise because of capitalism. So stop bitching because some douchebags get to have their best day ever spending 11 minutes in an ill-fitting gray suit and a cock rocket. Sorry. I have to go now. I think my Amazon Prime just delivered and I've got bubble wands and ass cream that I ordered this morning. Pass the tequila. Out!